This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In 2010, Apple launched a new device that looked like a huge iPhone, but didn't make calls. It didn't have a calculator either, but we'll talk about that in a bit. That device is what we know as the iPad. Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, wasn't planning on ever producing tablets. He was confident that people wanted keyboards and denied ever creating a tablet, focusing on cell phones, laptops, and computers. But in the late 2000s, people got obsessed with netbooks, light, small, and cheap computers. Jobs didn't like netbooks, arguing that they were slow and had low-quality displays but he was interested in why people were using them anyway. He figured that people didn't use netbooks to do office work. They needed a device to surf the internet and browse social media. iPhones were too small to do this comfortably. So Mr. Jobs changed his mind about tablets. As an alternative to netbooks, in 2010, he introduced the iPad to the world. The iPad is something in between an iPhone and a MacBook. They're not as popular though. Apple has sold more than 425 million iPads in total. To compare, there are more than 1 billion active iPhones now. Still, this was a success, and iPads were definitely worth producing. There's one thing about them, though. They don't have a calculator. Don't look for it. And no, you didn't accidentally delete it. There was never a built-in one. When the iPad was being created, The developers just used the calculator from the iPhone and simply stretched it so that it fit the bigger screen of an iPad. And then they forgot about it. Just a month before the iPad's release. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mr. Jobs asked his employees where the new design of the calculator was. The current one was stretched and looked awful. It turned out that the developers didn't know they needed a new calculator design and were going to ship the iPads with the stretched ones. There was not enough time to make the calculator, and Steve Jobs was adamantly against releasing it like that. So he preferred to remove the calculator altogether. Since then, no one's bothered to make one that would fit the iPad's dimensions. Also, guys at Apple are perfectionists, and they say they're not going to release a native calculator app until they can create one that they'll proudly call the greatest calculator app that ever existed. Maybe once. Unlike the calculator, there is a camera in the iPad. But in the original 2010 iPad, there was no camera either. It was added later, but even on the newer iPad models, the camera was still pretty bad. The reason is that people didn't really need a good one. iPads are big, and it's not convenient to take pictures with it. People use their iPhones for that, so it didn't make any sense for Apple to add a more powerful, and so much more expensive, camera module into an iPad. It would only make the tablet more expensive for no reason. 
If you store a lot of personal data on your iPad, there's a way to protect it so that no one accesses it if your device is stolen. Or even if someone hacks your passcode. Go into Settings, then Touch ID and Passcode. Scroll down to Erase Data. If you enable this function, then after 10 failed attempts to enter the passcode, the data will be deleted from your iPad. Right there, you can also change what features on the iPad can be accessed when it's locked. If you're missing a laptop's cursor, there's a way to use one on the iPad too. Just touch the regular keyboard with two fingers and hold it. The cursor will appear, and it'll move along with your fingers. So you're watching a YouTube video, but you want to check your messages. No need to leave YouTube for that. You can see both apps at once. While using any app, just gently slide from the bottom to the top so that the dock panel appears. Pick an app you want to select, then touch and hold it, and then drag it upwards. The new app will appear in a small window on top of the current one, only partly covering it. Also, don't limit yourself to just one of the additional apps. You can add even more. On newer iPads, you can use the split view to work in two apps at once. For example, let's say you're writing a report. You need your document on one part of the screen and the internet for your research on the other. So you don't have to switch between them all the time. This works just like the slide over function. Open one app, then swipe from the bottom to the top so that the dock appears. Pick a second app, but now drag it to the right hand edge of the screen. Now the screen is equally split between the two and you can work in both. You can resize the split, making one wider or narrower as you like. There's no need to switch between the ABC keyboard and the symbol one. Most of the symbols can be accessed through the ABC keyboard. When you're typing, just swipe down on a letter to type a symbol. If you want the at sign, swipe on the A key. These might vary from model to model though. If you long press a key, even more variations will appear for the A from different alphabets. There are also several ways your keyboard can look like. For example, you can split it. Open the keyboard and press and hold the keyboard icon on the bottom right. Several options will pop up. If you pick split, the keyboard will split in two and you'll be able to type with both of your thumbs. To get the normal one, swipe two fingers from the sides to the center and it's back. The floating option will make the keyboard small and you can also move it across the screen and put it wherever you like. To get back to the normal one, zoom the keyboard out with two fingers. If you need to give your iPad to someone else, no need to worry that they'll end up going through your photos and stuff. There's a guided access feature on your iPad that, when activated, will not allow the person to leave the app. To activate it, go to Settings, Accessibility, and then scroll down to find the guided access. Enable it and set a passcode. Then open the app you want the other person to use and triple tap the Home button or the Sleep-Wake button for iPads without one. Now for the person who doesn't have a passcode, Part of the screen will be frozen, and they won't be able to tap there to exit the app or to switch to another one. You can also lock some of your notes. Go to Notes and pick the one you'd like to hide and lock. Press and hold it until a pop-up menu appears, and tap Lock Note. Then you'll have to set a password. You can change the password in the settings. If you constantly forget to close tabs and there are dozens of them running in the background all the time, just set them to close automatically. Go to Settings, then Safari, then scroll to the Tabs section and pick Close Tabs. You can pick if you want to close the tabs manually or whether you want your iPad to close them automatically after one day, one week, or one month. 
you can easily create a PDF file with a screenshot of an entire web page without making multiple screenshots to capture all the parts of a long text. If you found something on Safari you'd like to save as a PDF, tap the Share button and then the option Make PDF. To make a screenshot of the whole page, do it the regular way. Then, tap on the file you've created right when it appears. This way, you'll open the editing mode. There, you'll see the option to grab the entire page. So choose this one and save it. Maybe you like listening to music or podcasts before going to sleep. You can make it stop playing even if you fall asleep before turning it off. Just set a timer. To do this, go to Timer, set the time, then tap on the option When Timer Ends and scroll down to Stop Playing. Then tap Done and start the timer. You can start listening to whatever you want to, and when the time you set passes, your iPad will turn it off.